From WRBC in Louisville, this is Your Story with Josh Miles. Welcome to Your Story. Before we jump into the interview today, I did want to put out there a call to prayer this week for two WRBC mission endeavors that are going on right now. We have a team of 26 high school students and leaders in Houston, Texas, that are serving in the ongoing hurricane relief efforts. Pray for them as they continue to serve in the hot sun that they would have the chance to share gospel both in their word and deed. Also, we have over 80 kids this week on campus, plus an army of adult leaders that are in the midst of music camp. Don't forget everyone is invited to see the performance this Friday, July 13th at 7 p.m. in the sanctuary. Today on Your Story, it's interview number three from our Neighborhood VBS recap. I think you're going to enjoy it. Whatever you're up to today as you listen, my prayer is that you will be encouraged to see that God is at work all around you right at this very minute. This is your story. People who are unchurched or have had bad experiences are not going to walk in to a church building, at least are a lot more reluctant to. And so being somebody's neighbor feels a lot more comfortable. And that's what we're here to do, to be Jesus' hands and feet. And how do we do that? We touch them. We go to them. That's Christina Poole. She's today's guest on your story. Christina's been on a journey over a year now in founding City Schoolhouse in the Portland neighborhood of West Louisville. Motivated by a call for quality education in their own community, Christina has a big vision to see the kingdom come more fully in the Portland neighborhood and beyond. This past September, Christina and her team opened their doors to City Schoolhouse. Without even advertising, kids showed up. And by the end of the year, they completed with 15 students ages 2 through 6. It hasn't been without its hurdles and challenges, but God is doing some great things. City Schoolhouse meets in the Portland Promise Center, and that partnership is flourishing. The Portland neighborhood is Christina and her family's daily mission field. So when the opportunity came to host a neighborhood VBS, it didn't require a lot of deliberation. Uh, Almost no thinking. (laughs) It was automatic. With our schools at East Schoolhouse, we are in the community. We want to be a place where people can walk from their home and have what they need for school. So I would like for them to be able to walk from their home and have what they need from church. When I heard and I offered, I meant it. I wanted to have one in Portland. So there we go. It can be challenging reaching into our neighborhoods. What do you see as some of the challenges reaching into the to the Portland neighborhood where you've partnered in with the school, with City Schoolhouse, mm-hmm. and now with the neighborhood VBS? There are lots of challenges. Sure. I think primarily we have to go in just with a mindset of loving people and showing them honor and respect and love like Jesus would want. Um, I think the challenge comes in that Our life as transformed Christians are so different than many of their lives. And so finding, like what Mr. Kang talked about today, touch points where where we can reach families and people. And not just reaching children, but also reaching their parents or their grandparents. Um, You know, I mean, in our class, we have not a single married parent of any of the children that come to school in our classroom. Um, That's huge. (laughs) Not knowing, you know, having parents that work third shift and aren't even there a lot of times when the kids are, or they're sleeping, or in the sense of a uh, drug-addicted, you know, parent, um, that lifestyle is very different than ours. And how do you connect with that? How do you show them love? So figuring out the ways to do that, I think that's our number one challenge. It's messy. 
It's not clean. <laughs> and how does that look then as you see a neighborhood VBS? Yeah. Going into this places in our world, all of us are messy. Yeah. But maybe where we can't hide it as much, the, our, our own messes. Mm-hmm. How did you see that translate into the, to your community? We had um, a lot of our kids that come have behavioral issues or there's lots of reasons why they have behavioral issues or what we think is acceptable, I should say that. But we had one young man who was 11 years old and he was, he was on high gear. I mean, like manic speed level energy the whole time. And he, but he wanted to be helpful and he wanted to be engaged. The first day we saw him with the, three to, the third through fifth graders and he was becoming distracting to the other kids and because he knew several of the other kids he could create almost like a whole class was disrupted and everybody chimed in but uh, what I noticed was that he loved Louisa my little two-year-old and on day two they started sitting together and doing a craft and at the dinner table he served her food someone called me out from the class that I was in to come and address his behavior with him and Louisa and him, and he was having trouble doing the rec activity. I mean, his heart was pounding. I don't know if he was on medication and he was just like, but he was having trouble and he sat down next to me and Louisa was sitting on the floor and he started engaging her and just rolling a ball back and forth. And his entire countenance just shifted from being sped up and irritable and um, distracting to being focused and calm. He literally took care of her the whole rest of the night. It was like another hour and a half of the evening. And all of the volunteers were like, this whole class changed. Everyone calmed down. He had a purpose. He was able to be, instead of being disciplined, he was. we were able to redirect him in a way that was loving and found out what worked for him, like what was his need. It was beautiful. And so for the next two days of VBS, Louisa was like his pet dog, his therapy dog. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't necessarily want to do it 100% of the time, but it, it worked out really well. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what else is the thing that you saw God do? I think for me personally, I felt supported by the body more than I knew. I... I knew that we needed to serve dinner because some of the kids would not come if dinner was not served, but we didn't have it in the budget to pay for it. So um, it was suggested to me to reach out to the Women's Connect on Facebook, and um, I got an overwhelming response of people that were willing to help, and we had 40 kids fed every night, and so super grateful for that. Andy, who was our leader, he, he was super organized and kept everybody together and in charge of email chains and things like that and just really making sure that everything happened well and then of course being supported with stuff and you know all kinds of the back end stuff from Jeannie and what have you so um, I felt really supported in that way Um, Thursday night when when the kids learned about you know the whole story from there was darkness and then Jesus came and washed away our sins and now we have heaven and we grow with Jesus that was beautiful that color book they made um and I sat down with four different kids one-on-one and asked them to retell have them retell me the story and in those moments it became really clear that they're just they don't under they don't get it like even though they may be able to tell you the story they don't know what sin is they don't know what forgiveness is And so um, we were able to share and really dig in deep. And one of the kids even goes to Catholic school, and he didn't. When I said, what is sin? He didn't know. 
And so we were able to dig a little deeper. I think, you know, there definitely should be follow-up. Like we were talking about today at church, like this isn't just about conversion. This is about teaching and discipling, raising up disciples. So um, I think we definitely need to keep being in the community. People who are unchurched or have had bad experiences are not going to walk in to a church building, at least are a lot more reluctant to. And so being somebody's neighbor feels a lot more comfortable. And that's what we're here to do, is be Jesus' hands and feet. And how do we do that? We touch them. We go to them. It makes me think of John 1.14 and Eugene Peterson's translation, The Message. It says, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. That's so good. Thank you. Special thanks to Christina Poole and the team that led the Neighborhood VBS Mission Site in Portland. To learn more about City Schoolhouse, check out their website at cityschoolhouse.org or search for City Schoolhouse on Facebook. If you haven't subscribed to the WRBC podcast, this is a great time to do so. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or a link on the front page of our website, mywrbc.org. Check back tomorrow as we'll hear from both Murray Hill and Westwood Neighborhood. As you go into your day, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace both now and forevermore. Thanks for listening to your story. I'm Josh Miles. Have a great day.